please welcome the Cuddles the Clown Show. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the Clown Show. Mr. Music Man, can you give us a little, uh, more music there? You got it. that guitar yeah all right here we go you know what i'm so damn excited uh for tonight Hear that, Mr. Music Man? I do. You excited for tonight? I'm super excited. Let me, let me, let me tell you, like, this is like the most magical night of your life. I, I've had a lot of magical nights. Um, so tonight we have <laughs> a wonderful friend of mine who I've known for a very long time, who's going to be joining us, um, all the way from Boston, um, and he's been living the past several years as a bunny. We love bunnies. We we do love bunnies. Um, so yeah, Murph from Boston. We're excited to talk to him. He is um here to tell you why he is anti-vaccine, and uh, we're gonna play a game of fact or fiction with him. Um, so we're gonna learn a little bit more about him, and uh, hope that uh, everyone out there gets to learn a little more about um his lifestyle as a bunny. Can't wait. Also, we have a. Uh, Friend and uh, amazing artist David Henry Nobody Jr. He's going to be joining us, and um, this guy is a chameleon, a man of mystery. He's done everything and more. Um, he's created a sensation with his art online. Um, I'm excited to talk to him about um, a couple of his projects. Also, I wanted to let you know if um, that I have a OnlyFans page. Um, so. If you're interested, please go to www.onlyfans.com slash clown daddy. That's clown and daddy. And uh, you get exclusive content on there. Um, nudes, um, video, um, some maybe some videos of me crying. Maybe, we love crying clowns. Maybe some we love me clowns? giggling and happy. There's definitely full frontal nudity. Um, good stuff to masturbate to. So please subscribe today, onlyfans.com slash clown daddy. Okay, um, I also have a read to do here. We want to thank our sponsor for tonight's show, Bob's Boner Pills. Right. Are you having a difficult time getting a boner? Um, Try Bob's Boner Pills. I tried Bob's Boner Pills yesterday. I took a nice long shower, popped some bobs, and had myself a really long um, solo session. I got so hard my balls turned blue. <laughs> Warning, do not cram pills in anus. That seems obvious. Um, not everybody knows that. Okay, well here's another one. Warning, do not take more than two at a time or three in a 72-hour window, or you may die. Oh, good to know. Um, 
I don't know if we need these guys back. Um, okay, if, if your <laughs> erection lasts more than three days, then use the syringe in the packaging to drain the cock. Ah. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. Look, these guys are experts, okay? Um, we love experts. Bob's boner pills get delivered directly to your door by one of Bob's special cock experts. Bob's cock experts are also available for on-site consultations and weight training tips. That's right. Did you know that 95% of American men are not lifting weight with their cock? I didn't know that. Yeah. But everybody did that. Get in shape today by hiring one of Bob's cock experts. For all things Bob, go to bobsbonerpills.com. Um, right, um, one more read, and then we'll get on with the show. Um, the Cuddles Clown Show is brought to you by Rosie's Psychic Hotline. Have you have you used that, Mr. Music Man? Um, I, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a yes. Sounds like another satisfied Rosie's customer. Well, I spoke with Rosie's psychic specialist named Tanya, and she helped me leave my bathroom. I was there for three long days with extreme paranoia. I kept hearing a wicked child screaming for food in my house. Well, the noise stopped after three days in a good long call with one of Rosie's trained psychics. If you're feeling like you are insane or if you stop talking to your doctor, please call Rosie's today. <laughs> all right, all right. Today's guest. Let's go back to the beginning. Murph and I met um, after um, he got into his bunny outfit. So I've never seen Murph in real life, but um, we became pen pals, correspondents. We really bonded during the um, pandemic. Um, so we'd like to speak to Murph and welcome him to the show. Um, how are you, Murph? Oh, boy. I don't know what I got myself into here. Are you, you're nervous. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah, we, we met um, on a chat room um, about animals, I remember. Yeah. Because I get, I get into it late at night. I go on all the chat rooms, and a lot of them have to do with animals, mainly zoo animals. I really love zoo animals. Um, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, so I met, I met Murph on that chat room, and we got to discussing snakes and alligators and who would win in a fight. Anyways, Murph and I went back and forth, back and forth, and then he tells me that he's been living as a bunny. And um, how, how has that changed your life in terms of, like, well, your social life? The only reason I started to dress as a bunny initially was, you know, we all remember COVID when that came in, and I I was, skepti you know, I was skeptical of uh, the common cold, really. That's all I saw it as. The common cold. And uh, we, we were being required to wear masks, and... I knew I wasn't going to get any jabs or, you know, I, I wasn't for any of that COVID nonsense, you know. So I, I protected myself. I, I laced myself up in a bunny suit. And uh, to be honest, 
kind of started to work for me. People kind of enjoy the bunny, you know, and um, I kind of just went with it. So I like the bunny. Yeah, I I'm now just the bunny, you know, so I, I kind of went with it. Yeah, that's interesting. So and everyone's and friendly. you know, this is safer than getting a covid shot. You know, like the, the most harm I'm doing is just being a friendly bunny, you know. What's surprising to me, and this comes from my experience as a clown, like the amount of um, sexual attention you get um, must be insane. Because for me as a clown, it's nonstop. Well, to be honest, I didn't know about this. What what people started to say, am I a furry? What's a furry? Or do you go to furry parties? I go, what's a furry? I don't, I didn't know any of this, you know, like. So it was a it was a good six months to almost a year before I realized I was being grouped with all these other, you know, sexual animals. I, I was just protecting myself from the COVID common cold, you know? Well, let me tell you, that's a dark hole to go down once you do give in to that demon. Because yeah. I remember several mornings after Killer Set performing for a whole whole group of people. Just that morning after where I wake up, I'm in a bed. I don't know who's next to me. My makeup's all smeared all over the place. Can't find my shoes. Um, I'm out of money. My cocaine is gone. Um, I'm out of rubbers. I don't have a Metro card. Um, I'm crying on the subway. Nothing you want to see. It's the worst thing, worst advertisement for a clown. Seeing a clown hungover, drugged out overly sexually abused it's the I'm worst sorry thing. about that cuddles well, I'm glad you didn't go down that rabbit hole but I do wonder <laughs> what what it would be like to have sex with you I can't say oh. that's not crossing my mind right hey, here we go again I, you thought about it when he walked in I thought about it I I just I don't know how it works you know there's a suit how do you navigate that what's it like what I, I don't get what it's all about I mean if, it, if with me I'd be I'd be having my one hand in that suit jacking off right now because I can't help myself that's why you know they put white gloves on a clown just to make sure that they're not smearing their makeup around. You know what I mean? Right. No professionals. Right. <laughs> you don't trust the dirty handed clown. So. Well, if you look. Yeah, I yeah. I don't even have a hole here, so. He's, if you're listening on the radio, really? uh, Murphy the bunny is standing yeah. up trying to show his crotch. I'm not doing anything with his He's, bunny suit, just he, so you know. It's tough. That one, that one you wouldn't even be able to see if you had a boner. Yeah, well, I'm a friendly bunny, you know. He's a friendly bunny. I'm not here, you know. Yeah, well. So, so you've never been on like the furry furry dating site. I don't even know what that is, to be honest. Okay, so this is a complete political like health statement. You're you're anti. You're not taking the vaccine. I'm wearing the bunny suit, and please leave me alone. I don't want to have sex. It's protection, and you know we live in this crazy cancel culture society now it's just safer to wear a bunny suit you know okay i totally i totally feel yeah. you there I, that's it, it will it, it's become a habit yeah. and uh you like it you're not safe out there anymore so yeah this is my safety all right let's uh, let's move on to something else this was something that struck me recently it's because people are now saying that jfk jr is still alive and you are a boston boy so i was wondering if you get your feedback on this hot take is do you think jfk jr is still alive uh murph the bunny I don't even know who JFK Jr. is, to be honest. <laughs> JFK's son. So, like the 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 story on this is that he 
JFK Jr. apparently died in a plane crash in 1999, right? And now people are gathering in Texas around where his father was shot and waiting for JFK Jr. to re to reemerge and to take he's going to take over for the Republican Party. And we wanted to know what Murph's hot take on that is. I thought, I honestly, I think you're getting him confused. I think his name's RFK. You might be right. So RFK <laughs> is JFK's son. We don't know anything in this town. You say that the 2020 presidential election was stolen. Can you? Abs- okay. Can you expand Absolutely. on that? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I mean, to be honest, there hasn't been a more you know, President Trump is is probably the most popular man on earth. Uh, you know, he's he's in a, he's probably the best president we've ever had, and I I don't I don't see how uh, someone you know times were never better while President Trump was in office, and you've seen what's happened over the last four years. You want the same your next four years? You know, I I just don't see how how how, uh, you know, this guy we got in office right now, how he possibly could have gotten elected. Yeah, what's up with that guy in office, right? Tell me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's as bad as it gets, you know. Uh, luckily, the, the new election's coming, and there's no way that President Trump is not going to be reelected in 2024. So I I think we're all going to be better off. Who's, 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 uh, who's worse, Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton, and why? Hillary is always gonna be the uh, yeah at the top of that list, but you know Biden's like uh, you know I just feel bad for the guy. He, he doesn't even know what's going on. All right, who would win in a fist fight, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? That's not even close. <laughs> that was a There's give. No me. even comparison. <laughs> that was the a guy give. Can you. Barely <laughs> even walk up a pair, you know some stairs. Doesn't Trump would roundhouse kick him to the face. It would be over in two seconds. Okay, who would win in a fight, Donald Trump or Hulk Hogan? Again, President Trump is the alpha male. Have you ever seen the guy shake hands with people? He dominates every man out there. Sounds like you got a man crush going on here with Trumpy. We all should. Let me let me tell you something from my perspective, though, and I only think things about things logistically. And I just have to say, as someone who professionally wears makeup on my face that that man must his pillow must be stained orange because that guy's wearing a lot here of, we go what <laughs> what you're not you're telling me he's not here wearing we primer on his face the guy's getting sprayed down every day you don't believe it you think he's naturally tan i think he has some work done no you think we well, still got a vagina neck you seen that it looks like a butt, uh, baby's butt cheek. Oh uh, yeah, he's always. He didn't get that work done. Uh, I but, heard that's all AI. That's all this technology. <laughs> so he doesn't. I don't age. even think he's got makeup on. I think that's the the left left wing, the the mainstream media, CNN. They they always try to manipulate the truth. It's all you can't you can't believe what you see anymore. All right. Well, I think that is pretty tough because it's right in our face. And uh, do, so you think he's naturally that orange? He's a good-looking guy, you know. I, I don't know what to say other than he, he yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He is need very makeup. funny. I'll I'll give you that. He's, he's hilarious if he wasn't terrifying. He's doesn't like a makeup. yeah, yeah, serial killer laughing while he's strangling you, huh? Yeah, that type of funny. But uh, I do I do want to thank you for coming on. I came here because you guys promised me pizza. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
we're gonna, we're gonna do that after after the show, Murph. If you can wait over in the green room, we'll we'll make sure you get some slices of pizza. Right. Bye, Murph. So th- thank you, thank you, Murph. Um, nice to meet you. We're gonna take a little music interlude with Mr. Music Man, and we'll be back with our next guest, David Henry Nobody Jr. Stay tuned. Listening, if you're listening on the radio, we got um, David Henry, nobody Jeter, just walked in with a beautiful mask. Yeah, that situation from uh, Jersey Shore, right? He says he's influenced by situationists. Uh, get that, get that mic up there to your face so we can hear your beautiful voice. See, this is a, a, a treat because David's usually seen visually on uh, in his artwork, but now we get to actually hear the, the voice. Wait, we're not on Instagram right now? <laughs> I thought we were. Yeah, uh, so David's here. He's wearing the New Jer- uh, Jersey Hi, Shore. Yeah, Mr. Music Man. He's wearing the, the Jersey Shore situation guy. Yeah. He was a greased up guy, right? Like he did the greasy stuff. Um, yeah, the situation. The situation is like... Um, he, he like in the first episode, he looks like a a, a, a wedge of meat. He's a wedge of meat. He's all mm. about the, the nookie. So he looks he's like very, a piece of meat. He's very into himself. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. So yeah. Episode one, I recommend highly. All right. Any, anyone out there listening? David Henry, nobody junior, rep, uh, recommends episode one of Jersey Shore. Yeah, I'm down with the trash. I want to see the meat wedge. Yes. So, um, and you're wearing a Wawa hat, and I love the wig. He's got a wig on, too. That's actually my natural hair. Natural hair. Yeah, I was, Sorry. Born, I was born exactly like this. Okay, wonderful. So, um, I wanted yeah, to kind of um, ask you about your um, artwork, but um, sure. I wanted to go a little further back, because um, what what was uh, <laughs> one of the funniest projects, I think, that um, um, I saw you do was when you were impersonating... Um, what's his name again? Alex von Furstenberg. Alex von Furstenberg. Who's like, if you can describe him to people. Sure. It's Diane von Furstenberg's son, who's like a a fashion designer out of the 70s, uh, was friends with Warhol. She married um, a German gentleman, von Furstenberg, who was like royalty, and she copped the name and built a business empire with that name. And then she has two kids, Tatiana and and Alex. And uh, Alex is not that. So Alex is not smart. Um, no, no, the women are smart in that family. The guys are dumb. That's okay. Um, and but, it, but it came from w- wanting to. Uh, I did some earlier projects like uh, like um, with the English guy, this English artist Dominic McGill in the mid '90s, uh, where we would go out with a red carpet and stand around, and no one was coming, and hundreds and hundreds of people would start waiting, and no one shows up. Um, and it was there that I saw like hardcore celebrity fanatics, and I was like, oh, interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that there's people that actually go around and like chase famous people there. And at the same time, me and my friends were con- were referring to ourselves jokingly as fantastic nobodies. And I realized that like in the pop culture context, the party crashers, 
are the real American fantastic nobodies. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, I want to become one. So I would go out. I started tracking where celebrities were going to be <clears throat> by looking at the gossip pages of the Post and the Daily News and clipping little Michael Jackson's going to be at so-and-so benefit. Um, and I went out for months, didn't get in anywhere. And then one night I remembered a name from uh, a boarding school that I attended for a little while in New Jersey that my roommate was infatuated with the Von Furstenberg kids. Like they were really rich, really cool kids in New York, and like I was just like some, you know, regular like middle class or whatever guy kid from suburban Pennsylvania, and they seemed mm -hmm. amazing to me. So I went. I, I was trying to meet uh, Barry Barry White, and um, I said I was Alex von Furstenberg at the door, and I'm wearing a twenty dollar vintage suit, mm -hmm. conservative haircut. I kind of like when I was around thirty, I looked kind of like one of the Kennedys or something. Uh -huh. just talking about the Kennedys, totally. Uh, pretty pretty sporty looking young guy. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so I, ah, you I were ready. I, I used that identity for a year, and mm -hmm. I crashed hundreds of parties, and even broke in and met the Clintons, uh, Kissinger. I mean, all kinds of famous people. Um, and then I outed it to the press in the fall of 2000 and had a solo show at an uh, up-and-coming gallery, um, uh, not Pierogi, but they were called Rolling Hall, and um, sold sold a bunch of prints and uh, was got on national TV. So that's kind <clears> of <throat> creating like social insanity like well before the internet, the, well before social media. So there's this crazy haze with um, this, the right-wing fever of that these these upper echelon people at these secret exclusive parties are doing these weird things. We don't yeah, know what they're doing. Probably are. So they probably are. I don't know. I mean, I was in Epstein's house actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm actually on a job for real. Like really? not joking. Uh, like I, I used to work as an art installer for mm -hmm. years and years. Mm -hmm. uh, and I worked for this one company in the mid nineties called Crozier. They're still around. Totally. Um, and we were told it was Bill Clinton's uh, financial advisor around 95, 96. Mm -hmm. And I, I did two jobs in his house, and I remember the whole interior was like, you know, we were like in like some really, really rich, like really weird people's places. Like totally. Weird, yeah. Far out. I mean, it's a, one of the appeals of those jobs is like seeing the, the being next to the art that's like so sells for so much. And you're like, wow, what is this shit? You know, and, yeah. and you see people's places. But we, I was in Epstein's place a few times. I never saw him. But I remember like there was like taxidermied like a uh, big game like in his library mm -hmm. where we were installing and then a big grand piano and underneath the grand piano was a stuffed poodle and apparently it was the family dog and it was like you know there was a lot of things like red flag red flag you know like yeah, weird yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't we didn't yeah. know and then many many years later I was like holy fucking shit I was in that motherfucker's house you were installing the All Robert right. Maplethorpe series in his uh, sex dungeon and you're like didn't realize he didn't I I did. I didn't. I did a second install. He had like a gym that was all mirrored in the face, mm -hmm. and we Ooh. we had to install all these like black and white light framed photos of like you know barely clad young women, uh -huh. and it, like I forget how we did it, like with like some kind of gum stuff on the mirrors. Checks out. But like he basically like you know would like look at the <laughs> look at the chicarellas and the and himself in the mirror or whatever I'm imagining. It was it was in the basement. Which, to me, like in a, in a building, the basement's always like the id. You know, the so even his like workout room had to have special fine art while he worked out, not just regular like yeah. pinup girl calendar stuff. It was kind of some. I don't know whose pinup art it was or whatever you want to call it, but it was like really a uh, bizarro scenario. Interesting. So, yes. Well, that's that. That <laughs> we have Murph. Murph's in the other room screaming about it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's you're confirming. He's still, he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what people are saying now too. Yeah. Um, was it um uh, one of these anchors? Now I was talking about how he's still alive out there. Sure. So 
Sean Hannity? Probably. Probably. So yeah, there's some uh, some breaking news on um, Megan Kelly. We got yeah. Megan Kelly was uh, talking about Jeffrey Epstein still yeah, yeah. alive. So now we have some background on this house. He had a. You love Newsmax, right? That's my favorite. Newsmax. Is yeah. That, is that a thing? That's like the WWF of right wing news. WWF. So they're yeah. they're really like in it. Really fake. Really, yeah, really yeah, yeah. fake. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh man, man we gotta watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, really- them or, or OAN, which is worse. Oh, OAN's bad too. Yeah, Newsmax. If you're, if you're listening now, please tune in later to OAN and yeah. Newsmax. Yeah, yeah. And see how crazy you get in a month. Yeah, yeah. See <laughs> yeah. how it's like uh, like the scene in um uh um uh it's the Kubrick film or that thing oh, that's yeah. like forced to look at. Look oh, at, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. Yeah, do I want to do that. I want to watch that show for a month, like that guy with my eyes. I do that sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll I'll listen to like um like a left left show and then I'll pop on like a right wing thing and then yeah. I feel like my mind just exploded. The left wing like, stuff it, sounds just as crazy. To it's me it's starting to sound yeah. equally in uh, banana banana land. Yes. Well, um, all right. Not to get too off on uh, that tangent because I yep. wanted to discuss with you a couple things, which I think there's an overlap with being a professional clown and some of the stuff that you actually have to do in your practice. And one of the things that I always wondered about you is um, you're doing these fantastic projects. There's slime, there's spaghetti smacking you. you, you it, it seems times, like yeah. a filthy, it's a filthy practice, and no yeah. one they, no one sees the before, the after. It must be a lot of work to go into Oh, no, into it's that. in my stories. I always put it like the set up and like what, like it's all trashed and shit. Okay, like. so that's just me then. So you, you are documenting the befores oh, yeah. and afters. Um, has there ever been like an experience where like you used the material or substance and it didn't respond to your body the way? Um, like I thought it would. Like a, well, um, I don't really put that really gross shit on myself as much as I used to because, like, I started to get like more and more allergic. Mm-hmm. Like, really cheap peanut butter and stuff has like Jiffy has a lot of chemicals in it, and sugar, and uh-huh. you'll I'll turn red from it. Like, but it got worse over time. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, I used to put like a hundred pounds of it on myself. I'll do it again, maybe for a special occasion. It's really amazing. I mean, food is an amazing material. There's also a lot of other artists that are using food now, whereas. In 2016, 17, there wasn't. So, like, it's kind of, I kind of have moved more into like more motorized things and other yeah. more elaborate sets. And I'm also being influenced by uh, Web3 and NFTs and crypto is part of part of the vibe because that's my, who I sell to. So, mm-hmm. like, the motorized stuff is kind of, I'm more interested in like uh, how the internet glitches out reality and shit. Yeah. Well, um, if, if you're listening, um, what's your Instagram? Oh, um, David Henry Nobody Jr. So, like, if you're listening and you have some interest, please check out his work. Um, I, I've been noticing you're, you're selling um, a lot on, is it Super Rare? Yeah, Super Rare and also on Tezos on Object. Yeah, okay, for a couple so, of years now. Um, let me, I'm being novice. Yep. Um, is it by addition? How, do, how does it work for the sales of the work? Um, uh, it depends on how you set it up. I, when I okay. mint it, I establish what it is and it stays that way for the piece. Like okay. you, if I, if I, in the contract that I, you know, do, which is like done on a, via crypto, but it looks just like a contract that you fill out. Uh, you say, it'll say how many additions, you know, or is it one of one? You specify everything and that's, it's minted that way. And uh, so, I mean, my one of ones sell between like three and four ETH, which is like, you know, 6,000 bucks or something, mm-hmm. uh, four to six maybe. And then my additions. It'd be like an addition of a hundred or two hundred. They might be ten dollars each. So like the work is geared towards people who who want to collect who have no money. I really wish that the general public and uh, the art, a lot of the art world would would use blockchain. It's it's so frowned upon. It's really stupid. I think 
because it's an incredible technology. Um, and you you've been riding that way for a while though. Yeah, yeah. So but I wouldn't say I'm an over. NFT artist. It's just that like for performance art, it's like you're screwed. Like you have to make paintings, and I don't want to paint really. I mean, I like yeah. painting, but like reality is already a painting. Why would I make a painting? We're in one. This is it. It, it is true. So this is a great way f- for people who are in performance art to kind of at least have that platform. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to get in, in, into NFTs right now. I, I started minting in March of 21 and I have a big leg up. But like to start afresh, like you got to get on Twitter and make friends with everyone. It's not going to be easy. Some of, I mean, there is work that's like really catching on fast and that's the newest AI stuff. Like nice aunties and mind wank and um, bag delete and... Um, well, there's a whole bunch it, of them like, that's yeah. really uh oh frank manzano is a genius it's really dark it's getting really weird less fantasia and darker uh, that stuff is selling pretty well because it's like the collectors are into the tech you know they like the ai a lot i don't use really anything like that right now i may we'll see i'm looking at ai like a lot a lot a lot like yeah right so now. that could really be an interesting tool for you i can see that yeah sure. well my interest in technology basically and you probably understand it, it comes via simulacra uh, that I've always like been interested in like a fake reality, whether it's celebrities or like artificial food or art, you know, Americana like Trump, you know, totally. uh, it's super fake. Uh, like and how we or the situation. This is all simu- simulated. So, so you, reality. Going back to what Murph was saying, Murph the Murph the um, the bunny was saying that Trump actually that's his real skin. You're uh-huh. saying it's a artifice. Oh, I don't really know. You don't know. No, Maybe. I mean, I think he's like, uh, like the depth of American idiocy. You know, that's like, uh, uh, I don't know. He's well, he's complicated. He's very funny, very funny. But he's like, his uh, uh, he's he's kind of a, you know, like all politicians, he's a sick fuck. You know? He's a sick fuck. Him. He's a sick fuck. Yeah. Well, we have a, a segment here um, called "Would You Rather," and uh-huh. uh, it's kind of fun little game. We're gonna give you two options, and you have okay. to select which one would you rather. Okay. Have or Do I have to elaborate or just yes? You can no? elaborate. Okay. I think maybe that could be good if we get okay. into the weeds um, sure. a little bit. Um, would you rather always have to burp when you talk or fart when you walk? Well, um, <laughs> can I do both at once? Fart when I walk and burp when I talk? You could. You want yeah. them all. You want yeah. it all. Okay, yeah, I want both. He wants I, both. I, you know, I'm an air sign. Okay. If you believe in that shit, I don't really believe in it. So you but, got a lot of hot air in there. Yeah, there's a lot of gaseous. <laughs> it comes from my mother. She's also a Libra too. So you know, we we uh, we okay. produce. I, I see that. What do yeah. you? What do you, what do you? What about you, Mr. Music Man? Would you rather have to burp when you talk, or fart when you walk? I I really enjoy walking and farting. You know, you get a little extra propellant. You know, it makes it a little easier. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You can like you know, you can yeah. like bang it out. Yeah, like yeah. No one really knows where it came from. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, this is kind of rude, but I was on a job one time, and um, uh, like I had gas so bad at work frequently that um, Mark Grubstein, my old my old performance partner mm-hmm. for the Fantastic Nobody's Collective, uh, we decided to have a fatwa at work, and he brought in a jar of pickles, and I ate like rice and beans all day, and uh, and, <laughs> and the job involved it was working for the Hort Foundation for these very wealthy collectors and. We would often have to be in the elevator, and it was supposed to be that no one <laughs> farted in the elevator. And we, our boss was our friend. And he's like, guys, fucking no farting. And I would, like, wait until we were between floors and then 
Boom! Like that. And, like, Mark actually threw up in the elevator at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him. Like, yeah. I won the fatwa. So oh, my God. I declared a fatwa on his ass. The elevator parts, are, those are the worst. <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah, that's, like, really merciless, man. Those are they really mean, linger. They linger. Yeah. They're stuck. Yeah. When I was, like, in fourth grade, we had all these uh, names for farts, and one was called a mean greener. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the low, smelly, like, subtle one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, greasy. Yeah, greasy. Like, you have, like... um you know, your biome is hella fucked up, basically. Yeah, slimy. <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. Anyway. That, that's that's a New York City problem, too, I feel like. Because there's just no access to p- proper bathrooms. So, you, you know, it happens to the best People of are us. backed up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get intestinal problems. Sometimes yeah. you just got to let it out. That's, that's why I never judge anybody. If I see someone... How many artists have used shit in their work? Like, didn't Mike Kelly smear shit? Like, on, at a, I saw a museum show where he... Got naked and like and smeared diarrhea like all over a canvas in front of hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he did do that. Yeah, yeah, man. I know that. Yeah. I, I've never done anything. Have you? Have you worked with feces? No, blood and urine. But yeah, I am um, <laughs> actually with a fantastic nobodies. My friend Steve had a really funny uh, long table in his loft at three hundred Mesrol, and it was, a lot of stuff was kind of done on the cuff back then. We had shows also too. Totally. Um, but I remember I was like uh, not drinking, but I was used to eat a lot of pot brownies. Uh-huh. Just to get crazy, sure. you know, but I, yeah. I couldn't drink. I quit 20 years ago. Um, and I was at this party and I, I had to take a poop at the dinner party with yeah, all the yeah, collective. Yeah, 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 yeah. And where everybody's laughing really, really hard. And I just got the idea that I was going to shit on a plate and bring it out in the dinner party and put it on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I went into it's the a good idea. <laughs> and I, like, I took a little turd and it was like, you know, about that big. And I brought a white plate in and I put it on the plate. And I came out of the bathroom like laughing like so hard. I was so high. And I was just like, Boop! <laughs> and like I put it down on the table and everybody like fell over backwards in their chairs like like just throwing up and like it was really it was not cool so I don't recommend it I did do that once I don't know if I would do that again I mean I, I that's up to you we have uh, one person here David who's done it before didn't work out but you know maybe it will work at home yeah 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 I would, I would recommend trying it next time you're out at a fancy meal <laughs> or your next family gathering yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah yeah I remember uh this one time I had a job in her, uh, no, I was a, a substitute teaching job. I got called in the morning. I had to be in a different part of town. I grabbed my uh, MapQuest directions and I grabbed my lunch, threw it in a paper bag, and I started driving to the location. And there's just nowhere to use the bathroom, mm. you know? I wound up having to use the my lunch bag. And then I wiped my butt, and I accidentally wiped my butt with the MapQuest directions, and Dude, then I harsh. didn't know where I was. This you were was, lost in your own shit. I was lost. How many in times my have shit. you shit? Ah. Your, how many times have you shit your pants in your life? It mo- it's been happening more frequently the older I get. I'm having yeah. trouble with incontinence, and um, also I've been getting dizzy when I jerk off. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, so you know, I actually like shit my pants at the Alex von Furstenberg show. After a little bit later, I went by the gallery. <laughs> and I was like doing a lot of drugs in 2000. My friends were like, "Hey, dude, why don't you try a couple wheatgrass shots and like detox?" Ooh. You know, I was like doing so much coke, I had like rashes on my neck and shit. Yeah, know, motherfuckers get all red. And yeah, shit. and my Incredible friends were like, "You need to detox." So I was like, "I didn't know anything about it." I, I went to Bedford. There was like one juice shop back then. I was like, "Give me four sh- wheatgrass shots." And then I went over to Roebling Hall Gallery, and where I was like sitting down with the guys. And it was like four blocks from my house because like, I lived on North First Street. And um, I was like, "Hey, can I use the bathroom? I don't feel so good." And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." So I go in, and of course, it's like a dude-run gallery, and there's no TP in the bathroom. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm like, all right, I've got to go home. So I, I go home, and I get to like the, the basketball courts on like Grand and, and like Wythe. 
right, right there. Yeah, and yeah. then like I basically I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's getting real. So like I place finger on my butt and I start to sprint <laughs> and I'm like and like I get to my door and it's summer and I'm wearing shorts and like I go I'm like fuck I like go into my pocket and I get the key and I like key it open um and then I just like released all the way in the hallway all the uh, way to my like all over the place uh, and then there was like shit all over my underwear and so I was like oh what do I do so I pulled out my 35 millimeter camera and I took photos of my of my diarrhea stained underwear and I actually printed that and signed it and gave it to Mark Grubstein from the collective as a work of art. Amazing. Um, but anyway, that's one of my one. It's happened a few other times. But so you do have a work of art from shit. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of Keith Bodway who did the uh, shit paintings. I think he did um liquid paint up his butt and then climbed on a, oh, a ladder weird. over the canvas. And would that be eighties? Um, no, no, it was not too long. I can't uh, really? remember. Just I feel like but a lot of the more extreme stuff is like older, you know, like people don't, yeah, like you have the internet yeah, yeah. now and like you you don't have to be as extreme like you can just there's things you can do that like to get clickbait or whatever they're less extreme uh i i agree all right we got one more would you rather yes we can spend on that and then um we'll let you get back to the um, your evening okay hey. this one um came in hot we had 100 people wanted to ask you this question okay would you rather have a dick for a nose or balls on your chin? Um, I think a dick on my nose sounds like a lot more fun. I mean, the balls on the chin, can I have both? I don't, they'd be kind of cool. They could be. Where, cool. So if I removed my balls and my dick and had them here, what would be down there? Well, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Could I have my nose and my mouth down there? We got, we got to have better um, questions for our, our, our guests here, audience. Yeah. Please chime in on our uh, Instagram, penis nose, social I would, media. Yeah. Penis nose, I would think of uh, the the Chapman brothers had penis nose sculptures. Remember those? Oh, they, they actually fucked a prostitute with it. And I've seen that video. It's really freaky. So so that's the success then in your eyes, the nose. Penis nose. Yeah. There's a Chapman brothers video from the 90s where they had a sculpture of a head with a penis nose and they had some prostitutes fuck themselves. The thing, the problem I have with the penis nose is if you're having sex, you got a butthole in your eyes or a butthole in your mouth. Yeah, I don't really know. It's conf It's getting, I'm getting, um, unless um, you know, you you know, I'm if getting, you're into that. I'm getting like, um, you're making me just the clown and you talking about this, I'm getting dysmorphia like really badly. But I like it. Okay. Oh, I mean, I feel like, you know, all of America like makes you dys dysmorphic. Well, you know, this has been a real pleasure talking to David Henry Nobody Jr. We want to thank you for your time. Please go to his Instagram. Please go to the Super Rare Collection, David Henry Nobody Jr. And uh, support artists because um, uh, we, we need your support. Um, thank you so much, David. Absolutely. Support us. Why? Because we're a fucking endangered species. That's why. Agreed. Agreed. of our show we had a letter from um one of our fans who wrote and we get a lot of fan mail but this one kind of stood out it's a little um a little bizarre um but kind of fun so we're gonna read it 
Um, and if Mr. Music Man, if you have any questions, feel free to stop me. Okay, sure. All right. Hong Kong Cuddles. So, I consider myself to be straight, but last night something happened to me. The night started out normal. I went to Applebee's for some appetizers and cocktails. I got the jalapeno poppers and margaritas. Around 9 p.m., a clown came in and sat next to me. Um, He started talking, and he was very friendly. He told me he had just come from a performance at a birthday. We joked around, and he even showed me how to make a balloon dog. Hmm. Uh, So far, everything is normal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I went. Yeah, this sounds like a good Applebee's experience so far. Yeah. Um, So I went to the bathroom around 10 p.m. to take a pee. It was at that moment um, the clown came into the bathroom. He asked me if I could pee in his mouth. Mm. I said no. Um, But he got on his knees and started begging me to pee in his mouth. Doesn't no mean no or. This doesn't sound consensual yeah, so far. Yeah, but maybe but he changes. His maybe mind. begging. It's still not. He didn't force him to do anything. I don't know. Sometimes like, I don't know. It's really emphatic. So far, yeah, it's emphatic. He wants yeah. to. Okay. Um, I thought. Uh, I kind of thought this was some weird clown joke. I was a bit drunk and decided to see if he was truly wanting me to pee in his mouth. Um, so this is not a clown joke. I've never done this joke before. I don't think. Um, so I said, okay. Then he got on his knees and I started pissing in his clown face. Um, this is when things went sideways. Whoa. That's right. fun. No, You're, not fun. I'm well, being on the clown now, so yeah. I'm not sure. No. Okay. I'm s- Maybe. Are, are you getting triggered by this? I am. Being I'm, that you're a I'm, clown. I'm feeling a little awkward. <laughs> oh. But this, not to say this has not happened to me, but a, a different situation. Um, anyways, back to the letter. Um, <laughs> he really enjoyed the pee, and I was surprisingly getting aroused. Um, I am not sure why. Perhaps it was the makeup or wig, or perhaps it was the way he was um, sucking down my pee. <laughs> um, and then... We're good. There's more. Wow. I guess it's not just a pee-pee party. Um, suddenly, the clown grabbed my ass and thrust his mouth on my dick. I suddenly got extremely hard. Um, the clown started rocking my cock in his mouth, and after a short time, I could tell I was going to come. Whoa. This is... That's getting out there. This is out there. Okay. Um, I started moaning and had to grab onto the urinal wall. Then, um, one of the Applebee's employees walked in. Oh, shit. It's getting intense. (laughs) Um, hold on. I'm trying to find my place here. One of the Applebee's employees walked in. And this is when it went really sideways. Uh Uh-oh. Um, he stared at us, um, but the clown kept going, and I was getting close to explosion. 
Um, that's when the Applebee's employee took out his dick and started stroking it. Wow. Yeah, all of a sudden I was in a weird sex triangle, but I didn't want it to stop. Um, <laughs> wait, has this ever happened to you, Mr. Music Man? No, this is this has never happened to me. All right, well, this sounds like he's having a thruple going on in the Applebee's. Um, okay, I could feel the swell of the cum in my balls. The Applebee's employee was jacking it super hard. We were both staring at each other. That's when I came in the clown's face, blowing it all over his makeup. Then, holy shit. Then the clown crawled over to the Applebee's employee and started giving him a BJ, too. Wow. Um, clown gets around. Yada, yada. Um, I looked down at my dick, and it was covered in makeup. Um, I decided I should leave, and I got my check and went home. Uh, I'm just wondering if this makes me strange. Um, sincerely, Bruce. Well, there's a lot to unpack with that. Um, why, why did he want to share this with you? I think he wanted some expert opinion or he's, oh. fish, he's fishing for another session with another clown. Oh. If that's the case, Bruce, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> um, you, you don't take cuddles to an Applebee's and expect a, a BJ, that's for sure. Cuddle, um, cuddles, cuddles is a, uh, he's a classy clown. I, I feel like... Your first mistake is you go to Applebee's. Unless it was not a mistake. If he's, it sounds like he kind of wants to. Uh, Don't they have like that all you can eat special or something? They have all you can eat right now going on. Fourteen ninety nine. All you can eat appetizers. I'm not advertising for them, but I, uh, I heard it. I saw it on the TV. Um, <laughs> wait, that's suspect. Now you're gonna think I was the clown in that. Yeah, were you the clown? No, I was not the clown. <laughs> People are gonna be out there checking Applebee's for cuddles. I'm, I promise you, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> Um, does this make me strange? I think, I think it's fair game, right? Like, as long as everybody had a good time, you no know, no one, no one got hurt. It's I his mean, business. He's an adult, bunch of adults, right? The only time that I've seen anything like that happening, that the person was on PCP, and he was listening for an hour straight to that song by Steve Miller Band, uh, "Fly Like an Eagle." Sure, he was deep in the zone, and he was trying to suck anyone's penis. Wow. So the only thing I can think of is that, that clown was on PCP <laughs> at the Applebee's. That's the only that's the only way people lose their minds and start essing some D's like that. Um, Makes sense. But I don't think that the long story short on that, no one cares. I think I hope you had a good time and <laughs> um, please keep up all your mischief. And um, thanks for the letter. Um, feel free to write us um, if you have other letters and stuff you want to send to us. Um, that's it for our show. I wanted to thank Mr. Music Man, uh, Mr. Producer, Producer uh, Britt, and um, Murph the Bunny. Is Murph still here? Murph, we want to say thank you. We're going to get the pizza in a minute. Um, Thanks, Murph. Thank you to David Henry Nobody Jr. Um, you can find me on OnlyFans.com slash Clown Daddy. Um, we are on Instagram, um, TikTok, um, basically all the socials that cuddles clown show 